Hey, 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 this is Laura. And this is Ardeen, and welcome to What Happens After Dark. What happens after dark? My cat, my new cat, Lily, happens after dark. Her yes. name is Lily Bell. Oh, she is so cute. She's she so has, She's white, and she mm-hmm. has these light brownish kind of like patches, patches and like gray black patches. and gray, and her eyes are like a mix of blue and green. She she's is gorgeous. absolutely beautiful. Oh, I, we're so happy. It's and she's definitely after dark. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So the first night I had her, yes. which I got her on this past Wednesday, and she, I didn't really notice a lot. But then I think it was Thursday night, maybe, yeah, Thursday night, I couldn't fall asleep. And then last night, too, she's totally nocturnal. Oh, she is? Oh, my gosh. I set out food. She ate the whole bowl. She is busy doing her poop and peeing. And she's just, like, all over the place in the nighttime. But what I've noticed Uh is that she's very sensitive to spirits and fae. And she keeps staring at my front door over there. Like, she will sit right there and stare at that area over there and which makes me tie that to the elevator ghost or spirit and i'm wondering if they are in the hallway so i was talking to my friend maggie last night and she told me because she's had cats a lot our Uh whole life she told me that they are very very sensitive to spirits fae even demons um, because they are known cats are known as like the protector of the gateway Mm. to the underworld. And so they are very sensitive to that stuff, but I am so in love with her guys. I went, I took my daughter Ash to, um, to the Utah humane society in Murray, Utah. And because she wanted to go sit with the rabbits and just kind of like be at one for a bit. And she loves animals. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to walk around. And I didn't want to go to the dog side because I thought, oh, I'm going to come home with a friend Mm -hmm. for Millie. Yes. And then I went to the cat side and I looked at the, I was looking at these two other kitties. Their little poster said that they were good with dogs. And I was like, eh, they didn't, I don't know. I just didn't feel a connection. I walked by, her name was Autumn in the shelter, but I renamed her Lily Bell. And I walked by and I just felt like this draw. So there was an older lady there and I said, hey, can I go in and meet mm-hmm. this cat? And she was on a tree and there was a blanket hanging over. Literally the moment I sat down, she got in my lap and wrapped her front legs around my neck like a hug. And I was like, that's it. She's, I didn't plan on getting a cat. Um, and she was like donation based cause she is eight and cats oh. from like a certain age. Like if you do kitty to like two, it's like a hundred bucks or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and I didn't have a lot of money. And so, um, I did give a $20 donation for her and, um, she has just rocked my world. I love her. Millie and her are like besties. Our best friends. I oh, you know. know what? On our social media, I'm going to post those pictures where they're sitting on that bench yes. with Millie in the front and Lily yes. Bell. They are really good together. Um, they clicked right away. They're oh, they so did. so cute. Millie's always been like open to other animals. They just get scared. The other animals usually get scared of her because she's a pug and mm-hmm. her breathing's like. Yeah. <laughs> and they think, oh my gosh, she's attacking us. But that's not, not it at it's all. Just it's just her flat face. Yeah. But her, Lily was like, 
Yay. And they told me at the shelter that Lily Bell does, did not like other cats. She was raised around dogs and she oh, thought so she was she's a dog. Used to dogs. Okay. And so I was like, score. So I brought her home and it's just been awesome. Other than she did uh, break my, my little desk lamp, but that's okay. I still love her. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So that's my new addition. That's the new addition to my family, oh. and I love her. Oh, she is so her. beautiful. Oh, I'm allergic to cats, but I made sure I had plenty of Claritin <laughs> so I can touch her a little bit. I mean, I'm okay as long as she's not, like, getting laying her on hair you. laying on me. I can touch her, pat her, uh, but I can't, like, too much. So yeah. being here with her is fine. If I little a little patting and stuff, I'm fine. Yeah. It's when it gets the hair and I'm starting to breathe the hair, then it gets like I can't breathe. Well, I was going to ask you, like, how are you doing? Because before Ardine got here today, I literally brushed her three separate times and I vacuumed up. It was like a totally separate cat three times. Oh, yeah. She's probably shedding her winter coat, yeah. too. Uh, but, yeah, I'm totally fine. Yeah, she's in the bathroom hiding in my, I call it my twilight bag because it's red, black, and white, and and she's just laying in there. So this week, I'm going to get her, I saw on Amazon actually today, uh, like a cat tree mm-hmm. for 20 bucks. Oh, yes, they love those. They like to climb. So I think she needs that because that's yeah. why she's hiding in my bag. She doesn't have somewhere where she can go and just have, her own, and have her own space. Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to get love that for those. her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They love those. Uh, my daughter had one for Blaze Kitty. May you rest in peace. Yeah. And it was like four things. It was tall and loved hanging on the top. top. It was just, they Aww. love it because they can scratch with it too. Yeah, it has a scratching post po- so that yeah, she won't so ruin can, my mm-hmm. furniture. Yeah. But she seems house-trained, so I don't see her she's doing so any mild. of it. She's just so she's sweet. So it's, mild. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. The perfect she- cat for you. She has amazing energy, and when I was um, talking with my chance, who's one of my spirit guides, he told me that he brought her to me, that she was meant to be with me. She had been surrendered by the owner she was with, passed away, and the children that had her, their grown children, they couldn't keep her, so they surrendered her to the to the thing she had been actually i thought she had been in there for a long long time but when i looked at her paper she was surrendered on march 20th and i just barely got her like maybe two or three days after she was surrendered oh, so, so yeah so and she, as pretty as she is it's amazing that yeah. no one snatched her before you yep i think it's because she's older and a oh. lot like people that were there they were getting the kittens and stuff and and i was hesitant because of the age because when i like when I put chance down, that gave me PTSD. And so, and I dread the day I have to do that with Millie. And so I thought, I don't know if I want another senior animal that I'm going to, you know, but cats do live to like 18, 16, 18 20. years. They live so I have at least got another eight to and nine she's years. she's already house trained. Oh, and she's just, everything. Oh, she's, she's so just sweet. in her own world. And she's so like mellow jello, uh-huh. which I like. She is very calm. <laughs> she's a good, uh, a good cat for someone who does Reiki because yes. she's just like. Mm-hmm. Chilling with the vibes, like she, smoking she, a doobie. She's totally <laughs> you. She is absolutely you. In like, cat form. Her energy and everything. <laughs> it's just totally you. That's what Ash said too when because I was I took Ash back home and Lily Bell was in the back in the box carrier thing they gave me and 
she was just, and Ash was just like, Mom, she's totally like, she's got your vibes. It's that. <laughs> you can feel it the second she comes up to you, how she's so docile, so soft, and, and so peaceful the way she moves. And yeah. I tell you, she's, she's like, totally and she's a you. chunky, she's a chunky too. Oh, she's she's chunky. like 15 and a half pounds. Oh, she's so. so cute. She's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So I'm in love. Me and Millie and Lily. We're just one cute little family here <sighs> in Salt Lake. I can't wait to have my own place to have yes. my pets. Can you have pets in the apartment complex you are living in? I do, but they ask for so much money. I can't afford it, and I don't want to. Yeah. Just because there's so many dogs, and they're kind of vicious. I don't want to... Yeah. Take a puppy out for a walk and, and to do be their attacked. business and be attacked by this pit bull. Yeah, no. Because there's no restrictions as far as what race you can have or anything. Um, no. I'm very lucky with Millie because I do have the emotional support animal mm-hmm. letter for her. I probably need to get one for Lily Bell now, too. Mm-hmm. Um so that they don't start charging me because apartment complexes do charge a lot for a animals. Lot. And it's not just the deposit, but it's the monthly fee they want to have. It's, it's, oh, yeah. It's, a, it's, up the, up the, it's terrible. Crazy. I can't remember how much it is. I think it's like $150, $200 a month or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's very expensive. expensive. I'm like, no. I'm going to have my house, and then I'm going to, the first thing I'm going to get after my house is all good and ready is get my, my puppy, my Dalmatian. Nice. Yeah. Definitely need a dog. Yeah. Animals are just miracles, man. I, I love don't want to get a cat, too, because uh, once I'm used to the cat, then I'm fine. I can yeah. be without the medicine. Oh, but at first, like the dander and stuff it, until it, you build up like a yeah, I have immunity to build or something. up to it to the kitty because my cousins all have cats and I grew used to them yeah. where I wouldn't break in hives. Oh, gosh. I used yeah. to break in hives, and then I would be wheezing. <laughs> and my mom was like, oh, my God, you've been with a cat? <laughs> no, I swear. <laughs> She's like, yes, you got hives all over. Don't lie to me. I'm like, oh, like, oh my God. No, yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was funny. But, yeah, I do want, I want animals. I want yeah. fish. I want birds. I want a whole zoo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But I, when you go travel, and an elephant, I want an oh, elephant. I don't know a if they'll baby look. giraffe. Oh, I know those are. I love giraffes and too. And their eyelashes are so pretty. Have yeah, you seen Yes. Them? Yeah. Oh, they're so. Beautiful. I think giraffes are one of the most majestic, and I just they are, are so mesmerizing to me because their necks are just so long, and it's like, gosh, how do they like stand up in the wind without like? <laughs> I know they're amazing. Yeah, they're beautiful. I love it. Yeah, I love most animals, I gotta say, except for birds. Those are the ones that, only because they're mean to me. Oh, I love birds. <laughs> but they can be loud. Yeah, they can they be. They can be very loud. Yep. And it's like, oh, yeah, be quiet. So it wouldn't be good if we were recording. <laughs> no. To have what? a parrot. <laughs> yeah, to have a parrot in the background screaming. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> my friend, uh, Makisha, that lives up in San Pete County, she 
has the most beautiful bird. His name's Azu, and he's a macaw, but he's red and yellow. He looks like a parrot, but he's Mm -hmm. a macaw. Mm -hmm. And they live like 80 years, those adult birds. But he, she got him from an abuse situation. And so when she first got him, he was all gray feathers and very, very thin. And by the time I had moved from there, he was full vibrant color again. And, and he just was, and it's the only bird only bird that has never like come to attack me and that I actually liked and he was just so sweet but oh. he was loud I could hear him yeah, she lived up above and loud. I was like oh and my gosh what can you do just like dogs bark yep cats you know, meow they have their own, yeah they have so, their own sounds yeah I wonder so. what kind of sound a giraffe makes I don't know I've never heard them like Bleh. I don't know what they would sound like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And, well, elephants, they do their... Yeah, the little... <laughs> but I don't know. It's, I'm going to have to look up giraffe sound and see what that yes, sounds, sounds like. like. We should get a giraffe soundtrack. <laughs> Maybe we should look that up when we post this and yeah, put, giraffes. put giraffes on it. Yeah. Oh, totally. my gosh. Giraffe sounds. Ooh. Yeah. So tomorrow... Oh, I'm excited. We are going on a road trip to... Idaho. Yep. My favorite, where my soul Hoka sings. Hello, Idaho. Yep. We are so excited. We can't wait. It's only like a three, three and a half hour drive. Yep. So we're very excited. We're going to visit a cemetery. I'll do mm-hmm. some investigation. going to try and get some EVPs or yep. maybe uh, pictures and see what we can investigate there. Uh, so because of that, uh, we're going to cover... Uh, an episode about Idaho. a haunted place in Idaho. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for our road trip. And I, Ardeen's never been to Idaho. I go there wonderful. often. Mm-hmm. That's where I go to get grounded. And, and uh, yeah, that's where my Manti Mama is buried there in Springfield Sterling Cemetery. Mm-hmm. And it's so old. So I don't even question that Ardeen won't be able to get something there because oh, it sure. is so old. I'm it's sure. really old and it's out in the middle of nowhere. Like we're going to be driving through like uh potato farmland. And I mean, it's way out in the okay. middle of nowhere. It's so awesome. Perfect. As long as the roads are clear, we'll get out there. She's kind of in the country, so we'll see. But um, yeah, I'm excited for tomorrow. And then I, we're going to go to my favorite metaphysical shop. <gasps> and Chance, I can't wait. Chance I can't Mint. wait. Shopping. Yeah. I love this store. I can't wait for you to experience it. And it has, it's probably so we love synchronicities here mm-hmm. in Sandy because of the good vibes. This is similar to that, okay. and it's got amazing vibes in there. Oh, I love amazing it. Okay. vibes! Yeah, we gotta do the sand cave. I know. Uh, so, Ash and her, where she's staying right now, mm-hmm. they went this morning <gasps> and did the salt caves. And right now, it's buy one, get one free. Oh, we should do it. Oh, yeah, I was thinking that too. We could go half and a half. Yeah, because it's like 25 for 45 minutes. Yes. I need to look and see if there was a cutoff date. If not, maybe we could go like one night after work or something. Yes. And just go I think sit they're open until 8 or 9. Yeah, we could go like lay in At that night, one yeah. night and just take up the good vibes. Because I love it. I did that once after I, I got COVID and I was feeling strong enough to go out. That's the first thing I went and did. It was so good. Yeah. When the one time I've been, I just like laid there and I did start to doze off even, but I, that's where I went and I just laid there and I talked with my spirit guides Mm -hmm. and my totem and power animals. And I just like 
just meditated and I focused back in. in. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it felt heavenly. I, can I do still have to bring my pirate eye patch. Why? To protect my eye. Oh, okay, okay. So the salt doesn't go in. Yeah. In case it doesn't close. Uh, but yeah. We'll it's, just call you Pirate RD. <laughs> Maybe I should get a parrot. <laughs> Maybe I should get a picture and put it on our website. Yes. I'll have to find a pipe. <laughs> yeah, we'll go do that. So yeah. that's more plans for us. But if you guys live in Utah, shout out to Synchronicities and oh, their salt cave. Yes. It's a Himalayan sponsors. salt cave. And it the walls are Himalayan. Um the the floor is like you're at the beach. Yeah, and it's like, that pink sand. Oh, it's like, and just being able to squish your toes in oh, there. Oh, it feels so mm-hmm. good to lay in it. They give mm-hmm. you this blanket. You just lay down. Yeah. And all this salt comes. You breathe in the it air. in. You breathe it in, and it clears your lungs. Yep. It it's good for your circulation. I mean, there's so many uh, benefits of it. Benefits, like medically benefits to your body when you're doing this. Ah. Oh, yeah. It's perfect. I love it. We got to do it. So I wonder how long is that? I'll look it up on my phone and let you know. Okay. Um, I think I sent it to it. you guys. You sent it, but I wasn't sure what it was. Did I send it on Messenger or? I think I it was Messenger, yes. Yeah, I'll have to find it so that, um, oh, here it is. Uh, salt caves. Let's see. So buy one, get one free. They're open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Oh, perfect. We can um, do it after work. It just says one paid, one free. It doesn't say, it just says book now. I mean, it's 45 minutes, 25 bucks divided by two. That's like 1250. Yeah, yeah. 1250. So we'll, maybe we can get that booked and do it like, if After, you want to do it like yeah. Wednesday night or Friday mm-hmm. when I get off. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Sounds good. Shall we tell them about our news story we found about this yes. creeper? Okay, guys, this is Utah news again, but it, Loftel, you Utah. hear about it all over the United States people that do this you know i mean they're everywhere but this guy he was a family therapist um right now he's facing three felony charges accusing him of downloading child pornography his name is tyson joseph jensen age 38 of bluffdale and the reason why i can say that is because it is on public um it's on ksl.com just in case you want to look that up um and he was charged um a couple weeks ago in the third district court here in provo utah or salt lake sorry um he was charged with three counts of sexual exploitation of a minor and a second a second degree felony um he was a licensed clinical social worker at the lighthouse counseling services in riverton um and by Monday, I mean, the day he was arrested, they had his profile taken down. They got him off their website. Um, wow. And Jensen even told his own therapist that he had crossed the line. He never thought he would with pornography. Um, and I just want to say, and it's, and if you watch pornography, that's up to you. But I just know from personal experience with my ex that it escalates. Oh. And it escalates fast, guys. So... Um, just be mindful. And I feel like it's something where you start like very minimal, but Mm. then that doesn't help. That doesn't satisfy you anymore. Mm. So it escalates, escalates. And with this guy, it escalated to a point that he was downloading child pornography. That's sad. And that it's just, it's sick. 
It's so sick. And these children, back to our human trafficking, these are children that are normally human trafficked. That's where their pictures come from. from. Yeah. And so he did claim he he did deny sexually touching any child. Um, God. But... It could how have much, escalated to that's that. That's what I was thinking. I mean, how if, much longer until it escalated yeah, to that? To that, to his own little mm-hmm. patience. So again, guys, watch your children, protect your children. Um, I mean, these predators, you never, I mean, they're just in plain clothing. They're people that look like you and I, yeah. you know, they're not walking around with a sign on them that says, I'm a child pornography person, you know, hello, Pillars of the community, yeah. like. It all falls back. <laughs> and like, then and Christine, Christine would say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's tell them about what we're planning on doing in oh, August. in August. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'm I, so we're keeping our fingers crossed that they are there. They are our. Our We're, podcast heroes. Yes, our inspiration. <laughs> we love those two girls like nobody's business. Yeah. Em and Christine, I hope you guys are there. Yeah. August, we're going to the podcast. It's a podcast mo- movement event. Yeah. So it's all for podcasters. We're going to be there for two days. Yes. To get our feet wet and see what it's all about. We're yeah. going to just see what's out there and get see information, how to improve our own podcast. Yes. You know, gosh, we're excited, guys. We just <gasps> barely thought of this and found this right before we started uh, recording this episode. And, you know, again, wait. our Patreon site, guys, please help us get there. Please help us get to the expo. And, you know, I know we usually give that at the end, but our Patreon site is just patreon.com and just search what happens after dark. Um, we're yes. the, the purple square with the ghost and the gunshot wound. And yeah, and the please magnifying Please help glass. us get please, there. Please, it will be amazing. We're going to have t-shirts made yes. with our own stuff. Yes. And we're, we're just so doing excited. That. I can't wait. We're going to get business cards made here in the next couple weeks. To pass out. We're improving and getting oh, bigger. Oh, yeah, we're getting better every day. <laughs> and it's all for you, my love. Yes. Yes, my earthlings, it's <laughs> all for you. Yes, ma'am. Yep. All righty. Well, what should are we, we doing start today? our episode? Yeah, is it full of goodness? Oh, and yes. And scariness? Yes. Is it like the woman screen where she goes, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need a sound effect for that. We got it. I'm very animated. <laughs> that was excellent. Thank you. <clears throat> so it's Idaho State Reformatory. Oh. It's located on 2266 East 600 North, San Anthony, Idaho, 83445. It is open 8.30 p.m. to 4 a.m. So we can do... Like- Ghost, uh, like if we if we go spend the night, you mean, and then like go like in the middle in the night. Oh, hell yes! Night, yes. So yes, I I don't know how far it is from Pocatello, but at least we can try and find a phone number and see what it would cost, and we can plan maybe when we come back to Pocatello because we're not going to only go there once, especially if that's your. That's my place, man. That's, That's my her go- little piece of heaven. Yes. We're going to be there often. I go there too for Charlie's. Yes. Which is a gay bar. I love Charlie's. They are the bomb. And my girl, Lexi Nagelhide, who is the most amazing drag in the I whole freaking world. Drags are so much fun. I love their shows. In Florida, I used to go all the time. 
And anybody that came and visit, I would take them to the drag shows. They are so much it. fun. I love it. I do too. And I, I can't wait to take you They're to so Charlie's genuine. when we spend the night there because okay. the uh, Divas After Dark is the most amazing show. And um, Lexi and Nikki and Spike Nogglehide, they are the best performers I've okay. ever seen. And We'll have to plan a weekend. Oh. Definitely a weekend when I come back. So... All right, so the reformatory is also known as the Idaho Industrial Training School and the Idaho State Reform School. It was built in the 1900s. Oh, wow. Yep, and it was in operation for 60 years until it closed in 1980. Many troubled children were sent here and several never left. Like, what do you mean they never, like they died? Probably died, died there. Yep. So it was founded in 1903. The Idaho State Industrial Reform School was home to the region's most wayward youth. Children were sent here most against their will oh. to be reformed. That's sad. I know because for being trouble, but yeah, just because they're. Tr- I mean, if they're being criminal activity, okay. But I can see that a lot of times, I feel like the they used to send kids away to these things just because they didn't want to have to deal with their children. With their children, or didn't know how to. That manage pisses them. me off. Yeah, they didn't have a flip flop bike like I did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was chunkla. my kids. <laughs> yeah, chunkla. <laughs> that was my kids' therapy. <laughs> it's like oh you don't know what okay let me tell you what (laughs) this has got your name all over it Uh, and if they started running i'll just throw it right on their head (laughs) yeah my kids but they're good thank god i am very proud of my kids i love you all very much uh the conditions were reportedly so bad that some of the inmates chose to take their own lives oh that so, breaks my heart. Yeah. Oh, on the property, there are 22 unmarked graves of children who died under su- suspicious circumstances. Oh, my gosh. I got goose pimples <gasps> when you said that. Oh, my God. Look at your arms. Well, we're going to see what happens when we go there. This is interesting. This is interesting. This is a place we need to visit. I hope we could get to do it tomorrow. If not, we'll have to plan a weekend. Yeah. Like, I'll take Saturday off. We'll go Saturday, come back Sunday. Gosh, whatever you invoked when you said that, like, I can feel it in my tongue. Remember when we went to Lily Gray and I felt like I couldn't talk? Yeah. That's how I'm starting to feel. That's weird. Oh, that's weird. Oh, okay. So towards the end of the 20th century, uh, the former girls' dormitory and the infirmary building next door were decommissioned and eventually sold to various families who transformed them into their homes. Oh, I would not want to live there. What? what? Uh-uh, no. I wouldn't build a house there. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's reported that a girl named Hope Chacon, a 14-year-old Mexican who committed suicide by hanging herself in the dormitory building in 1941. Do you know that mo- that's very violent for a girl? Most girls do not commit suicide in such a violent manner. It's either pills or, um, or drowning or cutting mm-hmm. for a girl to hang themselves. That is like, that's very violent. And most girls do not go out that way. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. 
So the San Anthony Girls Reformatory uh, was purchased back in 2013 by Doug and Marilyn Olson, a couple from Southern California who wanted to raise their children in rural Idaho and thought that building would make their perfect home. They knew nothing about the reformatory's chilling history and the 20 or so bodies that are buried on the property. What the hell? I mean, <laughs> if it says reformatory, that, just that word alone would be like, no, there's history here. Yeah. I don't want to live in the place where it was once either an asylum or a reformatory. No, I it's mean, not like you're going to Disneyland. Exactly. Yeah. And no. I still would doubt Disneyland. I mean, uh, I'm yeah. sure there's plenty. <laughs> oh, they've had their fair share of shit. I'm sure they have stuff going around oh, yeah. there. So. Oh, gosh, yeah. You wouldn't catch me. No. No. I mean, to go visit this is going to be one thing, but eat to live on, that would be like on the movie Poltergeist, how they built over an Indian burial ground. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's yes. something similar. Yes, exactly. Uh, or the one from The Conjuring. Oh. I haven't you, seen that movie, actually. You, oh, you got to see it. I think there's three of them. Oh. oh. And the real Conjuring uh, farm cabin. You mean it's based off a true story? Yes. Oh. This is the, the case where Ed and Lorraine Warren did the first, they came out with evidence. Uh, and they were the couple that put the paranormal out there with actual evidence that paranormal is true. It's real. And they were able to prove in court. That's where the movie came, The Devil Made Me Do It. And the guy was dismissed because they were able to prove he was possessed. And oh they had gosh. evidence, visual and voice evidence in court. Ed and Lorraine Warren were an amazing couple. May they rest in peace. They know they're the one. That's where Annabelle, the Annabelle doll came. They have their own museum of all these places that they would go and help them. They would help with exorcism and all that kind of stuff to help them get rid of demons. And this this, is why you do paranormal. I know jack shit about it. Oh, (laughs) girl. I'm along for the ride. Yes. So now there's a guy that owns the cabin, and he allows paranormal people to come and investigate. We need to go there. We totally are. What state is this in? Oh, I can't remember now. It's not near us, though. No, no. We have to fly there. We have to fly, and it's in the middle of the forest. Don't worry. I have a broom we can take. Yeah. Maybe we'll borrow Harry Potter's. <laughs> the, what is it? The Nimb- Nimbus 2000 Nimbus or 2000. something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, please hook us up and we'll fly down there. <laughs> I love Harry Potter. So, yeah, I'm oh, sure you too. won't mind. <laughs> so, okay. So, according to Redsburg Standard Journal, it didn't take long for the Olsons to hear stories of ghosts on the property. There were even stories about local children playing with ghost children on the near, on and near the grounds of the reformatory. So they can probably hear kids running, laughing, playing. Do you think like children's spirits, are they more like nicer or can they be just as vicious as like? They can be just as vicious. And a lot of times they're not children. They're disguised as children. To get you, but they're really demonic. 
Oh, she is. So they, because nobody can doubt a children, oh, it's a cute little kid. And then it doesn't, and it's not a kid. It's just how they kind of get you attracted. Oh, my gosh. Oh, look at your goosebumps, girl. I know. You're getting, you're getting something. Yeah, definitely. I can feel stuff. That is crazy. Oh. I want to go here now more than anything, though. I looked it up. It's about an hour 20. So maybe if we plan like where we go, maybe like a Saturday and Sunday, we could go there and then to the one in Boise too. But oh, yeah. And hit them both because I think they're both on both. the same side. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then we can do the drag show. Oh, yeah. Then we can drive down to Pocatello and go do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Do you think we'll get a chance to do that tomorrow or no? No, probably not. It's an hour 20 away and it's in the opposite. So it's going to depend on weather and stuff. No, but the drags. Oh, no, they're only at night. Like the uh, Diva After Dark is on Saturday, Friday and Saturday nights. Oh, so we have to go on a weekend. Yeah, we got to go like on a weekend day. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds night. good. We'll plan that yes. to be coming soon. Yep. Um, There should be plenty of supernatural activity based on the numerous stories about the reformatory and the other buildings on the grounds. In fact, the building stopped operating in 1980, and there are people still alive who were students and patients oh. who were housed there. I would love to interview one of them. Oh, yes. I wonder how we could find that out. I don't I know. I mean, I'm sure their records are sealed because it's mm -hmm. kind of like a medical or, I don't know. It's we'll have to dig. HIPAA, you know, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, who knows back then, you know, yeah. but I would love. So if any of you listeners... Were someone that lived here and wants to do an interview, please contact us and send us yes. an email at whathappensafterdarkll at gmail.com. We would love to meet you, hug you. Yeah. Or if you know somebody that was, or if you're a child of somebody that was, definitely please, Reach or grandchild, out. hit us. Yeah, Reach hit us up. Out. We would be enormously grateful yeah. and... Yeah, we would show our appreciation with some fun gifts. Yeah. That's for sure. That is for sure. So over the years, the property is said to have been used for different things besides the reformatory. So in fact, there are even stories uh, that part of the property was used to house a group of boys who attended a reform school down the street. So while the St. Anthony's Girls Reformatory is said to be haunted by many of who have visited... There are also reports that the ghosts are of the helpful variety, which may be the reason families have been able to live there peacefully. Oh, well, if they're not aggressive, they're children. If they're really children, then... I don't know. I, I just feel like it's... But they were messed up kids, though. Yeah, I just feel like that. For me, anyways, that's a hard no. Yeah, for me, too. Yeah, I don't mind ghosts. But not in my personal space. Exactly. Far away. I'll come see you. I'll visit you. Say hello. Come back to my home. Don't follow me. Leave me alone. My house mm -hmm. is my house. That's like my sanctuary. So, mm -mm. I don't know. There's this TikTok about this couple. I think they're from Ireland or somewhere, Scotland. And they have this um, entity that's always bothering them. You can see when she's trying to put her jacket, it just tears her jacket off. You can see the little head peeping out. Oh, gosh. It's just, and they, and they're on TikTok and they're showing their videos and they're, it's like they have learned to live with this thing. 
Sometimes that's all you can do. I mean, when Ash was telling us her story, her uh-huh. her um, person, Deidre, that's attached to her, you know, she's been with Ash since she was like 16. Now that, but just in the past year, I would say Ash has really distanced herself from it. Okay. And it's not around as much, but it was definitely something that she had to live with for a long time before it finally yeah. like started not. And it's yeah. crazy to see the videos. Mm-hmm. I will see which TikTok it is. I'll share it with you. Yeah. So you can follow them. It's crazy. And we can repost it on our WAD one too. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Okay, so in the early 20th century, um, the Idaho State Reform School and Infirmary, also known as the St. Anthony's Girl Reformatory, was established by the state of Idaho as a sanctuary for orphans and runaways. Oh. While the intentions for the reformatory might have been um, honorable, the operations fell short of the school's ideals, and many of the children suffered from neglect, abuse, and accidents. <gasps> There's a small cemetery on site that honors the lives of 20 students who passed away there. Oh, we definitely have to go do this. Did nuns run this place? Does it, it would say? not surprise me, but let's, let's see. Okay. Uh, During the time, it is rumored that many of the children suffered abuse and neglect in the hands of uh, those in charge, and the several accidents occurred, resulting in the deaths of too many fragile lives. The cemetery on the grounds of the reformatory holds the crumbling gravestones of at least 20 young people who met their demise while residing at the school. So when we go, we can probably see like this gravestone area. I'm sure if we investigate that, we'll have access to the. Nice. Definitely. I mean, and it's from 830 till four. So obviously they allow people to come at night. Yeah. But we'll have to find a phone number or something and and make sure it's still doing. They still do that now. Yeah, I would love to go see this. I would love to see this at night. And we can go, the two of us. You can hold it. Yeah. Hold on to you. Yeah. <laughs> Save me, Ordine. Emo, emo. <laughs> no. And it's Laura. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we'll do it. Like, I could be filming. You could be taking pictures yeah. and having the voice. Yeah. We can handle it, the two of us. Yes, so. we can. Yeah. It's perhaps unsurprising, then, that the halls of this reformatory feel incredibly haunted. Paranormal investigations have so suggested that there is a ghostly activity inside the abandoned building. When you sign up for an exclusive tour with Ghost Hunts USA, you'll have access to both the reformer school and infirmary where uh, restless spirits may still linger. Perhaps you'll spot apparitions of former students or nurses who still roam the grounds. I don't think it was ran by nuns. I think it was just... Because it was a government, it might have been, you know, normal people. Um, those who have embarked on a normal investigation, paranormal investigation in the past have reported troubling encounters such as the feeling of a child tugging their shirt or the sound of a disembodied voice eager to share a story. How cute. Yeah, as long as, like you said, they're like they're children and children. not demons. Yeah. That's not cute when they're demons. Yeah. 
But I could see this place where they would be children. Yeah. It sounds like it's pretty. Yeah. You know, level it. And it's so sad. It is very sad. Poor little penis. Like, how can you be cruel to such an innocent little piece of heaven? I don't get it. Well, they were probably abusing them and thought, oh, they're they're bad children anyways. They're never, you know, even if they tell somebody, nobody's going to believe them. Of course. Yeah, it's their adult's word against the little ones. Yeah. So wandering these halls late at night, it's an experience that's difficult to describe. You may find it equal parts moving and chilling, especially considering the hardship that these students and patients faced while they were living there. Mm. Whatever you may encounter, you will find that the opportunity to visit such a historic property is one you you won't forget. I can see that. And the history's got to be interesting. Oh, I would love to know the history. There wasn't much about it. This is very little. Fake. There wasn't, yeah. You'll be surprised by how the property can truly transform at night when lingering spirits tend to make themselves known. I can see that. It's- Why don't... Why don't they make themselves known during the day? Like, is it because the sunlight is out and you can't see them? Or are they just more, like Lily Bell, just more active at night? Or why can't, why aren't they that way during the day? I don't understand that because there's places where you can experience stuff throughout the day. Mm. It's just maybe that's when they were being abused. Maybe they take naps during the day. (laughs) Yeah. But I think because their activity is at night is because that's probably the time when they were being abused, oh yeah, neglected and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's when they tend to come out. I, I have no idea how the fake. idea behind why there's more activity at night than there is at day. day. But if you look at Trans Allegheny, I mean that place is twenty four seven. Oh jeez. So I don't know. I I don't know why at night. The witching hour, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I just, I can't imagine the fear these children must have felt, you oh, know, when the suffering. to have someone slip into your room at night and, or whatever. And I just slap you around and do God knows what they were doing to these children. Oh, so there's a variety of paranormal activity. Uh, and it's both on the old dormitory and the medical building. Uh, there's including interactions with ghost children who play and roam the floors and grounds of the re- former uh, reformatory complex. There's apparitions of children and a doctor has been seen and uh, at the infirmary and also the surgical room. Mm. Um, others have said that they hear the cries of a little girl. Oh, Maybe you'll catch the disembodied voices of someone trying to share their story or a full tug on your shirt from a ghost child trying to get your attention. Gosh, it would be cool if we could get like a sto- an actual story from one yeah. of the disembodied voices. Or like interview someone. Yeah, I do want I do. Please reach out to us. Oh my gosh. Or even if, you know, there's another place you've been and, you know, where you were... I don't want to say impounded or anyways, they're a resident somewhere. <laughs> I know I couldn't think of any other word, um, you know, gosh, but I am, I'm really getting excited to go to this place and see what we can see. But every time you say infirmary, 
That's when I start to get the chills more. I really am picking up on energy that there were things that happened as in the surgical room, especially. Okay. Um, yeah, that kids were tortured there. Or maybe, you know, they were put Ugh. to sleep so they can do things. You know, maybe it was the doctors. Oh, yeah. I've got major. Now I have goosebumps all over my body, even on my ass. I can feel them. I can feel the hair. See your arms. It's just yeah. Incredible. I've never seen anybody have goosebumps that. Like yeah, that, that. there's something that I'm really picking up on energy that there's something. Definitely, they were experimenting. That's the word that keeps coming to my mind. Experimenting. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. On children. That's what my guides are saying. Yeah, experimenting. There was a lot of it and torture. Got the word torture. We definitely gonna go investigate mm-hmm. that on a weekend and do the uh, the state penitentiary too, which is in Boise, Idaho. Uh, that's another episode, but yeah, I think by the time we do the penitentiary, we'll probably should do it when we have done the investigation, so we can share our personal oh, I think so experience too. with it and tie the two. Uh, yeah, definitely coming soon. Yeah, definitely coming soon for season two. I think season that's, two, yeah. season two. We're gonna start season two in May, so yes, definitely, definitely. And definitely. we've got some heavy hitters that are gonna be starting us off with that. So <gasps> the yeah. first episode of season two, it's gonna be epic. Yeah, we're gonna tie a couple things that I didn't even realize belong together until Ardine said something and. So it's definitely going to be a different take on this story that we're going to do from any other podcast that has done it before. Oh, yes, because no so. one's tied the two. Mm-mm. So it's going to be epic. Mind blown. Poof. <laughs> we should do like a bomb. I know, exactly. We got it. Don't worry. Yeah. All right. So that's as much as I have on that, sadly. Uh, but if you know anything, you know, if you're from Idaho, you live around there and you have personal experiences that you want to share or you want us to add to it. So when we come on season two, let us know, email us, please, yeah. please, please. We would love to share your point of view, your experiences or anything. Uh, we want to do like listeners episodes where yeah. we share personal experiences as much as you want us to share. So please, please reach out to us. We're dying to get an email. I swear I'm going to print it out and frame it. <laughs> I know. We have our, and what our is our studio. email? It's what happens after dark, ll at gmail.com. Yes. Again, guys, what happens after dark, ll at gmail.com. Send us your stories. And the first person that gets that story in is going to get, get a gift. A beautiful yeah. gift that we have set up for that yeah. first contact. Uh, for the first person that emails us and for the first Patreon. And I'll even throw in stuff from my business, Awakened Doors Free Spirits. I mm-hmm. will, I'll add to that gift. I'll add a couple crystal bags for different situations. Tell so, them about your business. So um, I am a clairvoyant medium. And as I've demonstrated many times, and then um, I'm also very intuitive. So I do intu- intuitive readings, aura, pendulum, cards, and uh reiki healing i'm a reiki master and i do i have clients all over the united states that i perform reiki on um i've been giving my own pets reiki especially lily bell because she's new and i knew that she probably came with some anxieties 
Um, and so, yeah, I love, I've been doing, I'm the owner of Awakened Doors and Free Spirits. And I have been the owner of that for a couple of years now. Um, and I'm just getting my website more and more up to speed. Once I have my website where I want it, I'll release it and, on here and let you guys know. You can still yes, find it, but, definitely. but we'll wait until I have it more. I want to add some pictures and stuff to it first, but yeah, I, I am definitely, you know, I connect to the other side. There's one that I connect to, um, my Manti mama, Mary Lynn, a lot. And, um, there I've done that for other people being able to connect them to loved ones and bring closure, closure in their lives and stuff. So, that's amazing. and it's my favorite gift being able to connect to the other side. I love, love, love that gift. Um, I remember she connected with my dad. That was amazing. Like when we first started this, he was just coming yeah. through, coming through, coming through. And she finally said, okay, your dad is here. And <laughs> I got to tell you because he will not leave me alone. Yeah. And it was an amazing message. And, um, it's truly a gift and she is original. There is nothing fake about it. If you don't believe it, that's fine. But if you do, she's the real thing. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Yeah. So we always try to close with a card. There are episodes where we forget, but we didn't forget on this one. So from my deck, um, it's just, uh, it's, it's called Namaste and it's just blessing and divination cards. And so spirit chose for this reading today, the blessing of oneness. So bring your awareness within and connect with the, uh, eternal you love abundance and blessings flow to you. Feel a deep sense of peace and feel the oneness, the clarity, the perfection, and the love that you truly are. And so, guys, just really, like, reflect and be grateful. That mm. word is really coming to my mind. To really be grateful for what you have because there's always somebody that has less than you. And be at one with yourself. Go to that place where you can get grounded, like I'm going to do tomorrow, and allow yourself to fill the earth and to just be so grateful to Gaia Mother Earth for this beautiful moment in your life. And um, there's nothing like really feeling like one with yourself and mm -hmm. one with your guides and one with Mother Earth and and just allowing yourself to soak up that energy. I just, I, I crave it all the time. I just, I love it. And you can do that in your own house even, you know, yeah. I've had, I've had friends that they're like, I have a jar of dirt in my house, just like Captain Jack. I have uh -huh. a jar of dirt. I have a jar of dirt. <laughs> and that's how they connect to mother earth is because they have this jar of dirt. Mm -hmm. I have a jar, a really pretty glassing of oh, sand. sand from mm -hmm. um, Sarasota, Florida beach. And Sometimes I just hold that even, especially mm -hmm. when I'm missing the ocean. Yeah. And so. I miss Florida. Yeah, I miss I the miss ocean. Florida. So, yeah. So, we're going to talk about. Yep. So, where you can find our podcast and listen is Spotify, Apple, Amazon, iHeartRadio, streaming pod or Samsung, Samsung Podcasts, um, Podcast Inbox, Deezer, Listen Notes. Stitcher, Pandora, Google Podcasts, RSS.com, and tune in. Find us. Listen. Yes. Enjoy. Enjoy. Please follow us. Yes. And, and rate us. And rate us. Yeah, we need ratings, guys. Come on now. I know there's some of you listening out there because you've told me. Rate us. We need you guys to rate us. Yes. Uh, also, social media. You can find us on Facebook as 
Luna Wad Lee. Uh, on Instagram, you can find us at What Happens After Dark LL. TikTok, you can find us as Wad1210. We also have the Patreon website, mm. patreon.com. You can find us at What Happens After Dark and you can donate. Uh, we are preparing some exclusive uh, episodes or like bomb episodes that you can listen on that uh, website that others won't be able to have access. So it's going to be exclusive for those that donate and we're going to have wonderful gifts too. Yeah. So please donate, donate, donate. And that's it. Just yep, be grateful, it, be safe, be happy. And bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>